Welcome to Two Book Minimum, because life's too short to just read one book at a time. I'm Monica Fumarolo. Everyone has a comfort zone, the things we gravitate toward, the things that are cozy and fit and make sense. If I'm at an unfamiliar lunch spot, a turkey sandwich is a safe bet for me. During the school year, I make myself the same things for breakfast and lunch every single day. Or really, I should say most days, because some days I'll try a new item on the menu. Some days I'll bring in leftovers or even go out with coworkers if our schedules allow it. Going outside our comfort zones is how we grow, and the results can be wonderful welcome surprises. In this episode, I'll be sharing two books that wouldn't have been on my usual list, but now that I've read them, I basically won't shut up about them. I'll be getting to Shubuk Lubuk by Dina Muhammad, but first up is The Feather Thief by Kirk W. Johnson. First published by Viking in 2018, Kirk Johnson's book can only be fully appreciated when you hear its full title, The Feather Thief, Beauty, Obsession, and the Natural History Heist of the Century. Do you have goosebumps on your arms? Did a chill just go down your spine? Welcome to the wild world of nonfiction, where the topics are so outlandish and bizarre and unbelievable that if the authors had brought them to a fiction editor, they'd say, no way, it would never happen. We could never sell that. But not only did it happen, but it happened in such a spectacular fashion that I pretty much inhaled this book covering the birth of the theory of evolution, the Victorian era obsession with feathers, modern day fishing lure competitions, and pretty much everything in between. This book chronicles the true story of one of the weirdest heists in history, which I initially learned about from the Ologies podcast episode on plumology. In 2009, an American flautist named Edwin Rist, studying in England, broke into a natural history museum and stole hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of birds preserved in their collection. Many of these birds were hundreds of years old, collected by Charles Darwin himself or his contemporaries, proving their theory of evolution. Why steal long dead birds? Well, 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 let me introduce you to the weird world of contemporary salmon fly tying. That's right. In addition to playing the flute and being a bit of a child prodigy, the thief's favorite pastime was following Victorian-era instructions for fishing lures. Not that he actually ever fished. It was just a hobby. It was the art of the thing. I was so wrapped up in this story that I stayed up late on a Saturday night to finish it, and by the end, my blood was absolutely boiling. Maybe it's just as a librarian I feel a certain kinship to museums and archivists. Maybe because I'm an average person with a decent moral compass, I could not wrap my head around this community that was seemingly okay with the destruction of hundreds of years of scientific specimens all for the sake of a hundred-year-old ornamental hobby. Some people like their true crime stories to be filled with blood and murder, but I'll take a heist story any day. Just read it, please. It's wild. This book is primarily targeted toward an adult audience, but especially if you're in a high school where students are learning about evolution, about biology, even about art, there is an absolute young adult appeal to this book. How many times have I picked up a graphic novel and started it by thinking, I'm not usually a graphic novel kind of person, but I guess I'll give this a shot. Spoiler alert, 
I think I may actually be a graphic novel person after all. This time, the book that got my attention was Shubik Lubik by Dina Muhammad, published in English by Pantheon Books in 2022. In this inventive magical story, imagine if wishes were a real commodity for sale, regulated around the world. At a kiosk in the middle of a bustling Egyptian metropolis, a man has three first-class wishes for sale, some of the rarest and most expensive on the market. Over the course of over 500 gorgeously illustrated pages, readers learn about the three individuals who become keepers of these wishes and the wild ways wishes come to shape their lives, often with consequences beyond anyone's wildest imaginations. The captivating illustrations are primarily in black and white, so pages in color deserve particular attention. Also, as this book has been translated from Arabic, it is read from right to left. That not only goes for the way in which you turn the pages, but the way in which the panels should be read on each individual page as well. It didn't take long to get used to, but it just goes against my usual muscle memory. However, this change did help immerse me in the culture that I've never experienced in reality before. And I loved that. As much as I advocate giving older books the attention they deserve, I heard about this one on NPR's Book of the Day podcast in early 2023 and borrowed it from my library, therefore saving myself the $35 purchase price and getting to spend a few evenings completely enraptured in this story. It just goes to show that if you're a reader on a budget, the newest, flashiest titles aren't off limits if you're willing to go on the waiting list. I asked to be put on hold and was pleasantly surprised a few weeks later getting the email that said it was my turn. This book was unlike anything else I've read with a totally unique premise and I thoroughly enjoyed it. The only reason I might hesitate putting this in a high school library is the size. When I was in high schools, my students weren't fans of particularly big books that they would have to carry around and at 500 pages that are almost eight and a half by 11, this has the heft of a textbook. However, if you have the budget and the audience, do not let the size or the price tag stop you. There's absolutely people who are going to love this book. And if you're at a public library, why haven't you hit purchase already? So that's the story for now. I'm currently reading The Shadow of the Wind by Carlos Ruiz Zafron. And if you like what you've heard here today, please like and subscribe. Until next time, happy reading.